0: Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's. Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's Nursery for a stroll It's time to Neighbours CJK Kate and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours
1: Hello, this is Neighbours we are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and we have a natter to you about recent episodes of the Australian soap opera Neighbours and we are in the Pirate Net Studios. No, we're not. Mobile Pirate Net Studios at the apartment that Carl and Izzy used to shack up in. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: been a while. Yeah. It has been a
1: while. Probably a better place to stay for short-term stays in Erinsborough these days if you want your privacy intact. Yeah. I'm Vaya, TV writer that cannot suspend disbelief. I have. CJ, the hot mess mum. Hello. Kate is a nightly neighbours tweeter. That's me. Oh, I'm going to drop in now us reviewing the items on CJ's dining table that we're podcasting from. <laughs> All right, here we go.
0: That is a oh, truly goodness. magnificent jar of French mustard there as well. Yeah. What did you have for dinner?
1: I mean, this is from weeks ago. <laughs> I, I mean, if I can't get my Christmas decorations away, what do you reckon I would to do with mustard? <laughs> there's more mustard. There's a the Dijon. There's the American I love oh, American a mustard, mustard. Mustard. Someone feast. came over for steak. To be clear, that's that's where it comes from. Oh, okay, we we'll no, just no, have some know. magnesium. That's the one that makes you crap. Okay. This is. This is a, I is like I in America when this I go. Is something you
0: like? Kind of sprinkle on it to soften the meat mm. or something? Yeah, yeah. We'll soften something.
1: We've <laughs> gone through a visual journey <laughs> you, just to convey the hot mess mumminess, which you can follow CJ online if you'd like more of.
0: I think maybe you should include this in the, the live Patreon video you take later.
1: Okay, sure. Yes, good idea. Good idea. A little spoiler for the Patreon. And Kate, can we show them the pants, your pod pants?
0: Definitely. The pod pants staples? Ladies, it's been, we've had the last three episodes, we've had special guests on. We've had to keep ourselves nice.
1: And you've had to wear real clothes. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) No, two weeks ago when we we had um, David James Young on, I I thought to myself, oh, I really don't. I want to have to change into my jeans, but you know we've got a guest <laughs> so, I've never met before. I, I just actually have to you know be a normal h- human being. It, but tonight I'm back in the old fluffy yeah. Hello Kitty dax.
1: We really do look very different when there's special guests. Totally. <laughs> well, I've I've been a bit sick, so I haven't missed everyone. But I think I I think I wore clothes last week. Yeah, it was Christy. I was
0: yep, on. It was, I was on, hot though. It was hot last week.
1: I was on mm. some of the Sonia special last week. So <laughs> heroin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, man. yeah, I mean, things got deep pretty <laughs> quick. Oh, wow. And I really loved our episode with Christy Whelan Brown. What a joy. We got some lovely oh, messages and good feedback about that. So thanks.
0: Hopefully, there's more people on hashtag Team Scarborough.
1: Yes, especially Drabby Drab reached out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, he did. He, he got one look at her. And he was back to Aaronsboro, wasn't he? <laughs> Not for his scratched up son. No.
0: All three of us have had a pretty amazing day today. And our captain, Vaya Pachos, <laughs> was on national radio this evening. Thank God it was embarrassing.
1: <laughs> winning a quiz about Australian politics? Yeah, and I, I look. I don't know head or tail of Australian politics. I dropped a real clangor. I got a really badly incorrect answer. What oh, did you look at that? The private school education—they got you there. I, I would just Onto like the national radio. I
0: just want to send a shout out to the zero listeners from Radio National that we have
1: picked up yes. from the numerous mentions. I got a lot of plugs away, or at least four yeah, times. Well, because like, they said send us a bio, I'm like, well, I'm known for two things. <laughs> One of them is a quiz show that's not mine, and the other one is a podcast that is mine. And I've almost got Patricia Carvallis across the line into dipping back into Neighbours. but
0: Yeah. Well, get her, back on, get her on here. She's she fabu- has to watch she's it. She's
1: fabulous. I'm, like, obsessed with her now.
0: We will get, like, a proper analysis of the week if we get her on
1: as a guest. All right. Let me try and run into her again in the hallway. But I'll, And we'll link the episode of me doing this quiz.
0: Yep. CJ, we've got to tell them what we did today. Oh, yes. Go. With the, with the Neighbabs.
1: So the Neighbabs... All three of them went she, Harold, and Lou to meet
0: Australian
1: showbiz royalty mm-hmm. along with their mamas. We went to meet princess. I, I feel she's a princess. Princess t- Emma. Emma. Emma Wiggle. Wiggle. She's a class act. She's like a real-life Disney princess. That's why I think she's a princess, so every part of her. Most of our audience would know the OG Wiggles, a children's entertaining group sure. and that spawned franchises in the US and they've toured na- internationally. Now they're all a 1,000 years old and one of them's still in the group. He is. He is. He doesn't wear shoes. Oh, I mean, Ooh. he's just a, a hippie at heart. Okay. They recast – when the other blokes were like, We're just gonna be behind the scenes now, guys. And
0: when they recast, they brought in gender diversity mm-hmm. and talent diversity. Yes. And Emma ticks all the boxes, she sings, she dances,
1: she's just all round amazing. Emma Watkins is her real name. So but her character on the Wiggles is like her. She's a dancer. A ballerina. A ballerina, yeah. yeah. She's an Irish dancer too. Yes. Yes. We, and we know. <laughs> yeah. We've seen we've seen. <laughs> um, and she actually she said has... to
0: me today, you guys would have seen more of us than we've seen of us. So Yes, true.
1: <laughs> the nabobs did a meet and greet where we where they met Emma. My child just was flabbergasted with the reality of the situation and had to basically go into a corner. Is Baby Lou a bit like when Kate meets Colette? Y- uh, yes, Pretty much. I mean, he said a couple of inappropriate things. <laughs> she um she said hi, you know, I'm Emma, and he said I have an Emma at home.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet.
1: And then they <laughs> talked about. Her little tots are so cute uh, yeah so look it was really magical and it was so special and she held baby harold in her arms she didn't milsey style not exactly
0: just, just, not just in her arms in her tutu oh it was beautiful wasn't yeah. it and he just sat there just like oh this is my life now this yeah. is great
1: <laughs> i'm i'm a meet and greeter Yeah, yeah. that's adorable and I um, um baby harold wore his first wiggles outfit today too <gasps> was it yeah. oh which wiggle was he representing
0: well, look, I was look. It's a bit political. Obviously, I'm not going to choose Old Man Wiggle that we discussed before. Mm. Which I chose for my first and, one. Yeah. yeah,
1: Emma's yellow, by the way. Yeah,
0: and I'm not going to choose the more controversial option there, which is Purple Wiggle, which is nah. Emma's ex husband.
1: Mm. Yeah, which Angus wears purple a lot, but I didn't. He didn't wear it today.
0: So I chose my favorite male wiggle, Red Wiggle Simon, who's an opera singer. Oh who's yeah, got yeah. an amazing
1: voice. And he is also my favorite, but for other reasons. <laughs> Have you got the horn for a wiggle? He's a, he's I have the horn for a He's a dashing wiggle. fellow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we should just move on through to Neighbours. Yes. yeah. We've mm. done Wiggles <laughs> Chat. You guys can spin off your Wiggles pod at any time. Wiggles Mums. The Business Again. I don't have a lot. It's Look, to be honest, uh, this has been one of those weeks that's been packed to the rafters full of just bizzo and I've got a promotion last week at work. Good times, me, exciting, but still trying to make Neighbours priority number one and they're like, can you work five days? And I said, no. I've oh, got a Neighbours recap podcast. I essentially work the equivalent of an extra day per week to make my podcast and I have Patreon subscribers and no, I cannot work five days. You make commitments to them. Well, what I said to them is, if it's very busy, I can do an extra day. But can you please leave me at four days? That's just a little bit behind the curtain. This is what I do in my day job. I let them know Neighbours takes priority. Yeah, and we had a possibility of a situation where we might need to record at a different time of the week soon. That's all I'll leave as yeah. the, uh, oh, the team. Oh, there's some machinations that go on behind the scenes. As well as they had to for Christy willem Brown. Yeah. Because we booked her earlier in the week and for the first time in five years I had to postpone a guest mm-hmm. because the episodes that we were relying on weren't out yet. Mm-hmm. So – and we couldn't miss Halloween. I started to think – because, you know, okay, so we log into to a media login and sometimes we can watch episodes a little bit earlier. If we are blessed with them being there. When Sonia died – they didn't put that episode up. Embargoed. And so I started to think when we were getting down to the the nail's end of Scarborough's meltdown with the knife, with the cheese knife. By the way, I've used my cheese knife quite a few times since then, <laughs> and every time I look at it, it's weird. Um, when I started to notice that and the episode still wasn't online, I started to think, are they killing Ned? Like, is this going to be a big, actually, Ned's dead? Yeah. And CJ floated that with us and I didn't even... No one responded I, to me. I didn't even acknowledge it. with no, a, I didn't emoji it at all. Ned, I did Ned, not acknowledge it.
0: Ned's no Sonia, really. <laughs>
1: I mean, no I would shed a tear. But, look, he's just going to have some bad dreams and that's fine. And he's not going to get his mental health looked at, even though Terage is insisting. Well,
0: apparently he's just going to sleep
1: on a couch. Why is he on the couch? I don't know. I, I, it was pretty cute. <laughs> it's like when you're homesick for the day and your mum no, likes to take a kip on the couch. Hasn't he been stabbed in the abdomen? Don't you
0: want to lie flat on a bed? Plus
1: he's still got the dislocated shoulder. He's probably
0: got a drain in him still. Imagine if that just kind of leaks or something. It, wounds can leak and that'll be on Tarage's couch. But that's... True. Those True. Things
1: are painful too yeah. that was the only thing that hurt when i got surgery i'm like why is there this pain and my first instinct wasn't i'm missing an organ it was like mm. why is there a pain and then when they took that thing out there was no pain it's easy to wipe that couch though what's it isn't it like a, leather? yeah it's leather it's funny because he yeah he had a, his comfy blanket but he didn't have like a sheet under him so he's just on nice. the sticky leather you sort of think maybe he's on the couch because he can't make it up the stairs but clearly he can he's yeah. able to you know do a biff for instance, to someone's oh, yeah, face. And he Later. was popping up and down a few times. I've fallen asleep on a leather couch before.
0: That is very uncomfortable because you wake up, maybe it's just me, like with a bit of like drool and you have to peel your face <laughs> off the couch. It's not right.
1: And I was wondering if the bedding downstairs was from his bed upstairs because at one point Ned's popped back upstairs for a nap. I'm like, what's he napping on up there? Has he got another set of linen up there? Yeah, like if he's just there for daytime lies, I can understand, yeah. but he's there all the time. He wants to be near the telly, the he, kitchen.
0: He's got oh. a phone. You'd think he'd have an iPad or a computer he could just watch the telly on.
1: It's not like when we were kids. Yeah. Good point. And I've got another nitpicky thing I'll get into in a moment. So we're going to just kind of do a shallow dive this week, I think, because I didn't write notes.
0: Well, we're getting increasingly deep on,
1: on Ned. Yeah, and I want to go deep on another stupid detail as well. But anyway, Ned's recovering from his knife cheese knife attack. And he's having nightmares, poor little guy. He just thinks about brie and <laughs> blue cheese. He screams out, no, no rhyme. Stilton. <laughs> I'll just have a bit of quince paste. <laughs> Yashvi is trying to study, but really not trying to study. I think I know the small detail you're going to uh, get into no, later. No, it's not about her. It's not about Oh, that. actually, you haven't seen tonight. No, I haven't seen Fridays. Okay, fair enough. Looking forward to a, a, a recap from you guys. We're going to kind of mainly focus on the Wednesday episode. Mm -hmm. But we've got to obviously get to the cup, hashtag nup to the cup. Neighbours didn't say nup to the cup.
0: Neighbours said we're being shown on Network 10. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Much like the cup.
1: We will go to the cup. CJ, can you give a little background on – everything melbourne cup the tradition and the recent developments oh gosh it's so conflicting so just so everyone knows we're sitting in a house actually confronted by horse racing photos at the oh, moment that's right yeah so i'm actually from a horse breeding family oh. so i have so many conflicting feelings yeah. and of course one of those feelings that is that i love animals and then another one is that i like the horses to win and bring her money <laughs> um but so, basically, so you're a little bit Paul and a little bit someone who's 60. more hippie-ish. I'm 65% Paul. Yeah, yeah. so a bit Paul, a bit Piper Willis, maybe. Yeah. Basically, Melbourne Cup's been part of Melbourne and Australian culture for a really long time. It's been called the race that stops a nation, and it has been that race. Mainly, it just stops a city, Melbourne. No, no, no. It stops
0: all around the... See, in other places, because we get a public holiday in Melbourne. The rest mm. of Victoria doesn't. But in other, like, you know, up in Queensland and that... People have actual cup lunches that they stop working for a good portion of the day for.
1: By the same token, you've got people that I work with in the Sydney office that are like, oh, that's right. You guys have a holiday today. Yeah. Or yeah. we're meant to. Yeah. Like a lot of people just don't care. That's very true. But that then the don't care has evolved. The don't care for me as a kid, even the gambling thing was weird to me. I think my mum just like wasn't into that side of it. Mm. So put that on me. You know, I, I just always found that weird. I'm like... Fine, people can go and have fun, but why are people having the day off for this? Especially now that we're bombarded with gambling ads. Yeah, I
0: I think that's been a big issue in turning a lot of people off. You know, two points. Obviously, the absolute bombardment of gambling ads that we get year-round, but particularly now with horse racing. And the second point is there's been um, a couple of weeks ago on the 7.30 report, there was a a report on horrendous animal cruelty at a knackery to ex-race horses. So that's been a huge scandal in Australia Mm. in the last couple of weeks.
1: Which was already kind of bubbling away. Like a lot of my vegan friends were – every Melbourne Cup would – post statistics of horses that don't make it. Yeah. But then this expose kind of took it to the next level. So one of the things that gets called out is broken legs. So a horse Mm. has to be put down when it has broken leg. I thought you were going to say from the girls (laughs) that can't walk in their heels by the end of the day, which is another issue I have. It's just the frivolity of it. I'm like, eh.
0: I mean it's a look, bit basic.
1: CJ has taken her shoes off and <laughs> taken some walks in her time. I mean, you don't get to be a hot mess with mustard on your table for nothing, you know? <laughs> and obviously the people that work with these horses love the animals and work hard to care for them. Yeah. It's just that the nature of the beast is that if if it injures itself or if it can't run, then it can't be sustained. Yeah. So the other part of the cup and the whole spring carnival yeah. is that oh. our friends, the photographers, they get out there and they essentially Wait for people to get really drunk and take uncomfortable AF photos of people. I read, and I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have clicked on it, but I read a Daily Mail piece that was basically just photos of poor women who've accidentally slipped a nip. Oh dear.
0: Well, look. If it's only a nip you're showing, then it's not as bad. It's if you've gone the full Amy, then yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's let's be fair to Amy here. The full coil. (laughs) Oh, the full coil. Like a oh, (laughs) (laughs) hypnotising. Um, and the other part that Australians one thing that they do love about the cup or the carnival or anything is it gives us the opportunity to have stories about people like Gazcan winning. So there will always be a story from the cup of somebody that's, and this one, it ruins wives' lives around <laughs> the globe. There's always a story about some guy who bought a $50 share and that turned into $8 million or some crap this is at the, the cup. This mm-hmm. is the Catherine Jones story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it just, every man that's bought a share in a horse after that has said it because Trev won the Melbourne <laughs> Cup. So there's that. And my husband had a horse that didn't win in spring. He had a, a, a horse that raced in spring carnival. Well, but look, he's yeah. had a
0: horse that's won at least five races from the photos I can see. Yeah. There's, yeah.
1: He had a horse that won at Flemington but not in the cup. And him and his friend owned half of the foot each. Like they owned none of that horse. <laughs> And the camera panned to the crowd and they were what they refer to as dry humping each other in <laughs> joy. And it's just they jumped up and down all over each other and all of the owners that had spent lots of money, all of the trainers that had been there throughout the whole – the camera didn't care about them. They cared about these two boys that were just making love to each other. These two-for-two bogues. Yeah, and it was the proudest moment of his life. That is beautiful. That's a beautiful story. And if the Daily Mail had been there, there would have been a nip slip. I'm sure of it. You've forgotten one of the
0: major things about the cup, which is – fashion. The fashion, the marquees, Mm. the car park –
1: which, to be fair, I did commend Neighbours for making that the focus oh, of the episode.
0: Yeah. Now, ladies, what's the rules when it comes to Derby Day? Black, black white. and white. So what don't you wear on Cup Day? Black and white. So what did Chloe and
1: Roxy wear? All black head to toe. It was a strange choice for Chloe. Okay, maybe she was working, so she was didn't want to be too loud. But you meant to wear navy. Like if you're going to wear one tone, it's got to be navy Uh, maybe with a bit of red mm. or pink or something. Yeah. She would have been great like a navy pinstripe sort of number. Yeah, with a red flower. Now for Roxy, I was a little surprised. She looked beautiful. I thought I really liked that side plan mm. they gave her. New girl coming in from Darwin, she wouldn't know a colour to wear. Yeah, but she would wear a colour. Unless she thought, no, I'm, this is a classy day in Melbourne. Yeah, classy. I'm going to wear black in Melbourne. I'm going to have my espresso martini. I definitely thought the dress she ended up in was way more her style. Mm. The Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was It was eye-catching. So what happens is so we get to the, the cup and Lassiter's is putting on, instead of fashions on the field, it's the look of Lassiter's. For some reason, the only people gunning for this prize are Roxy and a 16-year-old boy.
0: <laughs> so basically, you just had to be related to the people who owned Lassiter's. So who else was there? There was Aaron was in there, the son-in-law of Paul.
1: Aaron is leaning into marital partner of a doctor yeah. so well. Yeah. He's going to be a social worker yeah. soon. Did you notice that little, little no? dip? Toddy thinks he should run the brother the brother program. <gasps> oh, I dare miss He's that. turning into drab. Okay, what, I thought Toadie looked sharp as a tack. Yeah. Mm. He looked fine. It, what was it? was like a.
0: Oh, yeah, they've all gone in the pattern suits these days. After, mm. I reckon, you know how like at Mark and Ellie's wedding, they're all in ugly suits. They've continued the ugly suit <laughs> theme. It's like, it's all I things think, my dad wore to so their wedding in 78.
1: I blame the bachelor because all those, they can't mm. have all like 20 guys in all the same suits. So they're all in like fruity gear and I love it. I'm enjoying Toadie's Stella gets a groove back moment <laughs> that he's having at the moment. Is anyone <laughs> else? Is this, what, his affair with Cosentino? I was a little bit bewildered by his fanboy behaviour over Cosentino.
0: Do you have any feelings about Cosentino? Because I do. I know. I thought you
1: would, but no, I have no feelings at all. My only feeling is that he emerged from Australia's Got Talent, the same Mm. franchise that birthed Bonnie Anderson. Oh, there you go. So this is a universe where AGT exists. This is a universe where, therefore, Bonnie exists and B simultaneously exists.
0: Oh, Wow. Mm. That it's is actually kind of mind-blowing yeah. in a
1: Cosentino kind of way. Yeah. Now, yeah. Cosentino is obviously an illusionist.
0: Yep. So none of that was a joke. That was
1: all real. Yeah. He, okay. He's a more big scale type of tricks.
0: Yeah. yeah. And look, I was watching um, April's Instagram stories today and she showed the first time he did his tricks on the floor, like in rehearsal, and everyone was just losing their mind because they didn't think he mm. was actually going to do it. I was going to say, every time I see Cosentino, I think he looks like a busker I'd yeah. cross the road to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cosentino, you're very talented and magic is really awesome. But I'm still like, he just appears on everything.
1: Because we don't really have that many mainstream magicians.
0: Variety performers. Yeah.
1: I have never seen him before. Haven't you? No. Maybe
0: you just don't watch enough. Channel 7? Yeah, exactly. He's got the Channel 7. Touch of shit. (laughs)
1: Kate's got this, well, not theory, it's got a very valid theory that everything... A research hypothesis. Yeah, everything on Channel 7 has the Channel 7 touch of shit, which is fair. Coming away. Yeah. So Toadie loses his mind over Cosentino.
0: Yeah, see, that's a bit embarrassing for me,
1: but go Toad. I just thought it was totally on character with the way he behaves. He, he loves to fanboy. And he hasn't had a lot of joy this year, so he's going to have a day of joy at and the he's races. Like magic, but... Someone else pointed out on the council that Toddy went to the races with Ali. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So Carl came back from London and he was jet-lagged and just fell asleep. If that was me, like, I was late to the podcast this evening and I was mortified. Mortified. Oh, no need to be. I was sending texts. I was freaking out. Carl just sleeps through his date
0: with Toddy. Carl turned down a free day at the races. <laughs> I don't believe that for a
1: moment. To me, I think. Because we didn't get many people saying up to the cup from Ramsey Street, but I reckon Susan was a conscientious objector. I reckon Tony was like, well, I'm not going to ask Susan because I know that this is not in her ethics. I will point out, I said a lot of positive things about racing or at least positive for me. I will point out that I didn't watch any races this year because I do feel a bit uncomfortable with it. I was at work and my boss, one of my bosses was mad for the races. He put the sweep on and everything. The other boss said if anyone would prefer an alternative viewing experience to come to his office and he would show us the live camera of two baby falcons on the ledge of a building. We had a great time. Also, this is completely off point, but in the footage from the Cup Day, there was a lot of shots of the new Flemington stand. And I want everyone who saw it in another country to know my dad built, was the project manager of that set. Oh. And it's quite possibly his last retiring gig. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, it looked great on telly. It, it is beautiful. They've had to hire someone to open the doors because the chief of the um, Flemington racetrack isn't strong enough to open them by herself. <laughs> Roxy. Pays a girl in the bathroom, swaps dresses because she wants to win the fashion comp. Brilliant. To be the size where you could just find some girl in a bathroom and get her
0: dress. What a, what a life. What oh a God. life. The, the second dress was obviously cheaper than the black dress. So yeah. the other yeah, yeah. girl got a bargain.
1: Yeah, well, the black one was Chloe's and we know mm. that would have been some mm. sort of designer, right? It's Chloe. She's married, marrying now a billionaire. But how did Roxy get it? Get one. She bought it off eBay. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Mm. And Hendrix, well, this is low form for Roxy. She douses him with wine mm. so, so he'd lose and then he just takes his shirt off and wins with a pair of suspenders and a hat.
0: Worst. He looked horrendous. He should have popped home and grabbed the Dalmatian jacket. My husband's right and he's like, he looks like a droog from Like Orange. <laughs> so I did on the the council, I did his um, fashion inspo. Horrendous though.
1: While he's off getting changed though, he misses the big moment Chloe was planning to get down on bended knee and propose to Pierce because she's not long for this world. She's making the most of every damn second. Mm. While she's thinking of when to do that, Cosentino pops out with a ring. From nothing behind her ear. Yeah, nothing behind my ear. Like, here it is. And Pierce pops the question. So it's like a double proposal. So then Chloe gets down as well. I thought that was a nice touch. That was sweet. That happened in Friends, right? Was it the double? Yeah. I remember them both getting down. it Yeah, the Chandler double, and Monica. The one?
0: Yeah. But he's shit, dad, Pierce, not telling his oh. son,
1: not warning him that this was going to go down. He's the worst parent in the world. I've got, I go, I reckon probably once a year to a parenting seminar of a different, That's I'm so going to give him a bell next time. We could go together. Yeah. Me and billionaire. He <laughs> can he'll learn how to parent. And he can do some lessons with Kate down at some burger shop. She could help him. Well, that's where you're at your finest okay. around that's burgers. He could buy you burgers. You could teach him how to prepare. Oh, it's just like Gaz
0: Cam with the pies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Kate and the Burgs. Kate and the Burgs.
1: It was outrageous that he would. He's like he wouldn't tell his son that he's about to propose to their girlfriend because he goes, "It was a secret." Mate, he doesn't even think of it. It's not pinky swear rules, Pierce. Oh, like you want. decide what's who's in on the secret.
0: The major causes of friction between him and. um Oh, Chipics is that <laughs> Pierce is prioritizing Chloe at certain times over him. Mm. And he needs to needed to explain to him that Chloe's sick. And,
1: and that's why. Also, as the family unit, as the core family unit with a biological tie, you reassure your offspring that they come first with you. Yeah. And they're involved in your decisions with the new partner. To be honest, it's gonna take time for Hendrix to ever believe him because he didn't even tell the world Hendrix existed just, until he showed up. It's a very good point. And so the next day they're moving into the Brendan. Chloe is the queen of the Brendan. Yep, She's bringing in Pierce and Hendricks to give them a touch of normalcy.
0: She's going, I used to sleep on this couch, then I slept in that bedroom and now I'm in Mark's old room.
1: She's in the master suite now. Where did she hook up with Ali? Which room was that? I think it oh, was no. at the Brendan.
0: Yes, yeah, it was in Chloe's actual room. The okay. Brendan.
1: Remember, a few weeks ago, they cancelled Hendrix's credit card, and he just rang up and got. Oh, we haven't had a follow back for that story. I want to say. Yeah, except he got a credit card. I finally got my credit card two months after Hendrix got it, his. Exactly, and I don't know what you did, but Hendrix taken his dad's credit card. And I want to say, but, be-
0: but Pierce would have like a black Mastercard or something, wouldn't he? Oh no, <laughs> sorry, a, a black Amex. He's totally. He's, he would I mean, get- I
1: have a black Amex. Why wouldn't he? Okay. <laughs> what. Hang on. <laughs> it's my dad's.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so I'm pretty sure that as soon as Hendrix said he'd lost it, they'd be like, all right, well, there'll be one in your hand in about two minutes.
1: Mm. Yeah, someone will fly down yeah. from, <laughs> from head office. We'll to that you right now. So they give Hendrix the card to go and buy some things to make him feel at home, which I'm not totally against that. It's a sweet idea, but maybe go with the kid. Exactly. Oh, Pop hot. down to Adair's, grab some cushions. Make yourself feel at home. Make, make him feel cared for. Yeah. Together. Uh, uh, maybe maybe love a lover lamp.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, no, he's kind of, you know what he does? He hops onto
1: Kogan. But yes. somehow he picks it up.
0: No. Kogan. He doesn't even go no. down to
1: JB or Sometimes, get
0: a lover TV or something. No, he gets onto.
1: Uh, onto the Kogs. Sometimes Kogan has pop-up shops. So Kogan is an online only electronic store, mm-hmm. but every now and then they'll do a pop-up shop like in Chapel Street or something. Yeah. So maybe he went to the pop-up shop. I bought a Kogan TV and it crapped me so much. I gave it to my mama. <laughs> There's no sound on it at I love, all. And also presumably he's, he's ride shared there and back. Like he's, he, he, he could
0: have afforded like Sony or, you know, like.
1: Like I got a JVC or something in there. Like he could have got that. But he's hauling ass with this Kogan out of the back of the Uber and back into dad's house. I love it. And it's quite cumbersome to carry, but he's, he's, he's liked it around. <laughs> I mean, he could have got some nice sheets, couldn't he, Kate? I mean, imagine how much I've got a lot of emotions. His his favourite sports team. Yeah, he could have got a a, a jersey, signed jersey, jersey for the wall. Yeah, I mean, many teams you probably could have popped right down there with your black card, and they would have given you everything. (laughs) But he's got a bed and a TV, and he's sorted. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, probably needs a tissue box with that. Pierce has decided to make them all feel at home by whipping up a roast. Now. Here's the little nitpick I wanted to do. Hendrix comes out of his room, he set up his TV and he goes, I'm hungry, what's to eat? Pierre says, I thought I'd cook us a roast for lunch for our first day in the Mm. Brendan. It's not gonna cure your hunger very quickly, is it? Yeah.
0: A roast takes an
1: hour and he hadn't even shopped for food yet, for ingredients. So he pops off to Harold's to get a leg of lamb or whatever he's gonna do. Just go to Ruta and pick up a roast chicken. Yeah, and Hendrix goes, Well, I'm hungry in the immediate present. I'm going to get on the blower and get some pizza. And I really thought Chloe was going to be like, sweet, great, get me a margarita I'm hungry too. And they were going to be having that cute moment. But she's like, no, your dad's cooking. I'm like, the oven needs time to heat up. He's got to peel the potatoes. This kid's hungry now. The cow's got to be slaughtered. (laughs) What? That was the most outrageous moment. They probably don't even have the gas on yet. No.
0: I'll tell you what, hot tip here, I never feel like a roast. So if someone Mm. said, oh, I'm hungry, I'll put a roast on, I'd be like,
1: Mm. I'm, nice. I'm more of I'm more keen on the potatoes. Like I'm like, can mm. you just give me the tray of potatoes and we'll. I, I bought some duck fat by itself because I'm not allowed to eat potatoes <laughs> anymore. I'm I'm thinking of roasting other things in it. <laughs> what I did love, highlight of the week for me. Chloe, she says to Pierce, "So did you tell him I was sick? Like this will give him some context for why we're rushing all this." Oh nah, didn't think it was my
0: He's <sighs> useless. He is pretty shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, how did he make all this money? Okay, Chloe sits Hendrix down and she says, hey, look, I've got some big stuff going on in my life. I'm yeah.
0: going to die. <laughs> Horribly. So,
1: so, I mean, I called it pretty early that Hendrix would turn into a nice person and I haven't been proven right as yet. But I feel like this scene was probably where where that's starting. So he didn't – he wasn't an awful person with the mm. news. He was – I mean, he was annoyed. He was shocked.
0: He was shocked. He, 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 shocked. he listened. His dad.
1: She said, "I've got Huntington's. It's going. I'm going to decline. I watch my mum suffer." Yeah. He absorbed all of that, and she says, "If you've got any questions, you can come to me." Very yeah. m- mm. mature conversation between the two of them.
0: Well, probably it was for the best that she did the conversation.
1: <laughs> Pierce would have yeah. been like, oh, Chloe's feeling crook. <laughs> She's oh, got that, a is cold."
0: That, is that your gas can there?
1: I don't know what it was. I f- haven't heard Piers talk in a while. I can't remember what he sounds like. It's just he's a really bad parent. And I think the worst part is is that he's not feeling any guilt about it. And we don't parent shame lightly. But all you've got to do is try. Okay, oh, Kate does. Kate does. We, we, all you got to do is try. Give it a crack. Yeah, but, like, know that when you propose to someone, you should tell your child. Like, it would have been – like, even if Hendrix was her child, you probably should have spoken to her. Unless her. the child is, like, four – and then maybe you sit down and go, so, okay, mummy is yep. got a, a big thing coming up.
0: Look, I can see it. You know, if he was, look, he's a bit of a loose cannon. you wouldn't surprise me if he told Hendrix that he was going to propose. Hendrix might just turn around and say, Chloe, he's going to propose to you right now. He
1: probably would have taken the ring down to cash converters. <laughs> <laughs> got a new TV while he
0: was at it. That ring wasn't big enough.
1: No, it was yeah. not. I, look, I'm here for the Brendan. It's intriguing to me. This oh, he joy. is truly
0: slumming it. Can they, I wonder if he can replace the coloured glass in the, the window as well. Let's hop over
1: quickly to the Willis house because there's some peak hour traffic going on over there. Oh, my gosh. The a new visitor. Well, Ned's on the couch. Ned's on the couch. <laughs> so we talked earlier that we don't know why Ned's on the couch, but they've left Ned on the couch so that later on – there can be a reason why he was there. Oh, that's right, mm. yes. Because we can just say, like later, Yashvi comes around and he's having night terrors and accidentally punches her in the
0: face. Because face.
1: Face. she wouldn't, as the ex-girlfriend, have walked right up to his bedroom. I guess that's it, the idea. Look, you just got a question.
0: Man's very traumatised and still scared to be alive. Mm. Um, Just goes to sleep with the door unlocked.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't go to sleep with the doors unlocked and nobody has tried to kill me with a knife. I
0: I don't be awake with the doors unlocked, to be honest. How would you write it then?
1: Someone's given you the assignment. You've got to get Yashvi in there. You've got to get her punched out and you've got to get Ned to do it. She's still got a key. They were together for a long time. That'll do. Nice. Done. We're not even professional writers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or she knows where the the spare key is hidden.
1: Yep. Beautiful. Who else has come in to the Willis house? Uh, Lolo's mum. Yep. Lolo. Denise Van Outen. Mm Mm-hmm. What is her fake name? Um, just. Prue. 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 Prudence. Uh, there was an accent chat on Twitter this week. She loves a floral dress. I'm not keen on her at all, and no one is. No. It's nice to have a new villain of the week um, who's a bit she, nuts. She's not totally nuts,
0: though. Yeah. I mean, she's sucked in, obviously, still deep in this cult. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not hard to get taken by a cult. We last saw Prue Wallace, I don't know, a month or so ago when Tarage and Paul were in London for their honeymoon. She's a bit wackadoodle, really, isn't mm. she? Um, and she's in a cult called The Order, and she seems like a bit of a neglectful mum. So Because
1: she... Harlow, that's that's her only descriptor. Mm. My mum neglects me. But also, like, Harlow's been here a couple of months, and this is the first time her mum's like, hang about, where's Harlow? <laughs> Which country? Low, low. Low, low. Harlow Wallace is a strange – because theoretically that's her name because she said when she got here she's going to change her name to Harlow Robinson. Harlow Wallace. Tell you what,
0: that, that is a big judgement on your mum when you're changing mm. your name to your jailbird father who you've never met before. Instantly.
1: Interesting chat on Twitter. Azzy Gogo put the question out there, is it commonplace for UK parents and their children to have completely different accents? Because I wondered about that too.
0: But Vaya Pachos – you don't have the same accent as your dad. No, that's
1: right. He's got a very cute accent.
0: Um, my husband doesn't accent. have the same accent as his mum. So you, my experience with that, you have the same accent as the kids you grow up with.
1: Yeah, it's but it's very different when you're a migrant kid. Like, yeah, you learn English at school and you speak with your friends. But... Harlow and her mum both know English.
0: But they've migrated from different regional accent
1: areas. Well, so Sally on Twitter said that most parents and kids have the same, but if the parent moved to a different part of the country, then had kids, then yes. She said her mum has a Welsh accent and she was raised in South East England, so she has a totally different accent from her. And then Rachel adds Harlow's accent could have been explained by her attending attending a much posher school, but she said she went to a comprehensive so, maybe it was a really nice comprehensive. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just a good area. Yeah. Yeah, well, my, my husband's friend, whose mother's English, she's English and she has a British accent. Mm. And then he just sounds like
0: Aussie Yasme. Aussie
1: <laughs> It's a, Yeah, it's a little quirk. But so she's come in and the shit's hit the fan because Paul's been on the turps at the races. Well,
0: Put dropped truth bombs into this whole situation, yeah. which, mm. yeah. Oh, hang on. We have gone past. Paul and to
1: rage, banging in the well, limo. To rage was about to jump on that. I mean, uh, CJ was about. to <laughs> Oh, hello! I got one in honor. Um, so, I firstly the the sexual innuendo on neighbours at the moment is superb. Uh, it's not innuendo; it's actual. No, I think to rage was going to wind up on one of those Daily Mail nip slip she was. articles. Yeah, if she'd had a couple more drinks, and a- or any. Well, she was like, "Look, it's daytime, Paul." Um, she jumped on board before the. Um, Small Paul went to sleep. Yeah. And they had some time over speed humps, which I hate speed humps, but I can
0: now see why they're there. Whatever they were doing, Tarage just needed to have her dress unbelted, it was a wrap yep. dress. Yeah. And Paul only needed to have his fly undone.
1: Very efficient lovemaking. Yeah. Yeah. So he's come home three sheets to the wind and made a fool of himself in front of Prue. Yeah, and he falls asleep on that couch because Ned's obviously not on it for that four seconds. Mm. And I must say, like, I'm married to somebody who doesn't mind a day drink. So, like, I've put my husband to bed on the couch more than one occasion. I, you know, I just thought it was hilarious. And I loved that Paul... Also, when he went back upstairs after, you know, he was being told off, told he had to go to bed, at that point, Steph and Dennis... Seasoned actor Didn't forget he has a wooden leg Yeah He went I'm a drunk man with a wooden leg And I have to get upstairs How am I going to do that? And he acted the crap out of that and I really enjoyed it. So Prue wants to whisk Carlo back off to England because she'd heard about the adult video. Quote-unquote Chloe, Scandalgate, which is a tautology because you add gate to things. It's Watergate. It implies scandal.
0: Yeah, You're... it'd be Lassiter's Gate. Or camera gate? Well, I mean, Watergate was a hotel, yeah. so Lassiter's Gate is like, I think, a nod to that. Yeah, it's made the Daily Mail. Prue's seen. It's, it's, it's not. It's not like difficult Aaron. to make the Daily Mail. No.
1: Well, the crux of the Paul Junk situation is he tries to kiss Prue hello on the cheek, slips, literally slips, um, and kisses her mouth and falls over. What I can't deal with with Prue being, you know, so self-righteous when she gets to Aaron Spira and like, as Kate said, she does drop truth bombs. Like all of it is quite reasonable. Everything she says. Mm. But it's, it's
0: not a great environment for Harlow to be in. I mean, not saying that Harlow came from a great environment, seeing yeah. she was able to travel across but, but, the world but also independently.
1: But right to be concerned that one of the house residents is stabbed on the couch. And yeah. also, where's Roxy that day? And Still hungover, up in her room. She's
0: she's living with a man who raised a murderer. Yes, a terrorist. Murderer. I mean, he
1: didn't raise them though. He well, look, he contributed. <laughs> yeah. Um Genetically. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say sample wise, did. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it just seems like she's lived somewhat loose to some extent and she's also hallowed was pointed out too like you're the last person that should be judging she
0: she looks like she's indulged in festival lifestyle (laughs) she does
1: yeah yeah and i know that she's you know fallen for this cult that she's apparently left and all that kind of stuff but i don't know it just seemed like it was a bit out of character maybe it would have been better places i just miss you when i shouldn't have Ever. But there's probably – the other shoe's probably going to drop. Something yeah. else is coming. Mm.
0: But really, the two of them are just like ab-fab, aren't they? Yeah, you're right. right. Dina and Safi. Yes.
1: and Or Xanthi and Fifi Box, Recent, more recently <laughs> yeah. in yeah. Neighbours Brocan. And speaking of the Cannings, I really did enjoy – as much as I cannot possibly understand how Gaz Can keeps pulling chicks, I wasn't into him hooking up with all the ex-Mrs. Robinsons, but I really loved the choice – of getting him on with Prue, Harlow's mum because
0: single, appropriate, aged woman. Yes. Yep, let's get him on that. Ruff as guts,
1: having a couple of wines. Go the pash. I thought that was primo, and it was great because I mean Gaz doesn't have a lot of money. He could be showed up by other people on the show quite quickly when it comes to gift giving or wooing, but he can afford a couple of wines. Yeah, he's like, oh look, what's the ultimate goal here? Play the long game. Yeah. Get some action.
0: Have your finest, cheapest
1: housewife. Yes.
0: (laughs) Now get some Cardi, please. I did love that it was the housewife as well.
1: Now, Amy's had a rough week.
0: Oh, look, so hang on, I'm just scared about this diagram that I've got at home. That shows how Tarage banged Leo, who also banged Piper, who's her daughter, who, basically the Venn diagram of people. And I'm just like, oh shit, now if if he gets it on with Harlow, this is just gonna add an extra layer of oh, complexity. Oh yeah. no, sorry, not with Harlow. If he gets oh, it on gosh. with Prue, yeah. Gazcan and Prue, this is just like, oh man, there's gonna be more intersecting lines here. Yeah, Terage's
1: husband's granddaughter's mother yeah. is gonna hook up with Teresa's. Ex fiance.
0: Oh, yeah. And also Gary's ex fiance's niece's mother. Sugar.
1: Yeah. So Amy's had a really tough week. She's not processing this hidden camera.
0: It's, it's all very improbable, right? Okay, so one, okay, yes, I can see a scandal of a hotel having hidden cameras. Yes, that yeah. would 100% be in, in the news. They would keep the identity of those people secret in the news. Yeah. It would probably get leaked through Twitter or whatever, but maybe there'd be injunctions come down. And Victoria is the home of injunctions coming down in terms yeah. of people's names being released and that.
1: So now if it did make it onto an amateur porn website, oh. which it would, wouldn't it be buried among thousands? thousands upon thousands of other
0: celebrities l- actually having sex on camera and
1: other laymen yeah doing the deed which
0: makes me think the fact that this is so popular maybe they've done something so filthy in it <laughs> or filthy and hilarious that that's why it's popular
1: some german trends kyle brought back He's, i will lay some german sausage on you <laughs> and then she gets out her tool belt Uh But it seemed quite wholesome because they watched it back and were like, that was nice. We love each other. Yeah, but maybe she's describing Scat. Maybe that's how she feels about that. That's how they, that's their love language. It is perplexing and that it got emailed en masse to a team of business people. (gasps) Those pervs.
0: (laughs) Mate, you do not want to work in a workplace where people are getting sent porn in the middle of the day and they mid-jump interview, they're looking
1: at porn. Yeah, they had the alerts set. If your prospective employer has a Google alert for hotel sex tape, mm. don't go there. No,
0: That's you, creepy. Yes. She
1: could have gone to our current affair. Going, yeah. Hey, listen to could this company. F-
0: Fair Work Australia or something. I could just,
1: yeah. Now, I didn't see Friday. What went down on Friday?
0: Well, okay, so the, the Ramsey Street Peloton's back. <laughs> so it's basically the ceramic peak of the week.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, don't tell me about that. Oh, you need to see
0: this. I spliced. Two of the finest moments, well, a, a panning scene together, just so I could show you. So here's Puffer Fish. Oh, he's managed to forgive Toadie. Oh,
1: for- really? Just then, in that second. Because when yeah. I
0: saw him. See, look at the, the look of screaming forgiveness. at him. What you can't see, because they actually panned up to this, is I've spliced
1: it together for your benefit. What is that? Is that someone splitting their pants? Yes. Toadie.
0: Toadie spl- oh, splits toad. his pants. And Puffy has a look of his face because he's pointing Toadie's
1: ass at Dippy. Oh, Toad. Well, I'm happy that you've got your ceramic pigs back, but uh, what about your dignity?
0: Um, And, of course, she got into the posh school.
1: Oh, no, Kersha, stay and here. Speaking of parents of the year, so Dippy and Puffy um, are very concerned because of the whole punch in the eye with Ned when he was having his night terrors. They didn't find out about it until she's basically on the way to her first exam and they go and hunt her down and tell her that she shouldn't sit the exam today. My God, you can get special consideration, they said. You still have to sit it. But you don't know what's going to happen. You can't just not show up to no. an exam under the assumption that you might get special consideration. No, you sit it and then you apply and say, hey, that one I did that day I needed he, special consideration for. He said yeah. he loved me. What? I want to know.
0: Hang on, we, we just glossed past um, Millsy trying to take Ellie's codeine to school where, oh, what? He, where he was busted by oh, that, one, of, those, one new, of the daughters. No, 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 it wasn't a new girl. It was, was it Olivia or whatever, the, oh, the one girls of the, in the dance.
1: One of the homophobes' daughters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. She saw him and she's like, Mr. Kelly, and like like just like turned white. <laughs>
1: As correct reaction. Yeah.
0: Yep. So he couldn't deliver Ellie's codeine because she's got back pain to the, the school. And then later on, he, he comes back to confess it to Ellie. Oh, you know, it oh, didn't. But in the meantime, Suze is getting the call from quote unquote Marty
1: Muggleton. Ah, yes. <laughs> because, yeah, Finn's breached his yeah, arrangements. Can Ellie have codeine pregnant? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Carl, there was a bit of <clears> um, shaming <throat> from Carl, I noticed. He said, oh, low dose, I expect. Oh, back it up. um. Mate. Which I thought, like, she's been to see her OB, and that's obviously somebody who mm. specializes in it. The-
0: also, she's passed the first trimester.
1: Yeah. Okay. She, it's fine. But, you know, and like, she's probably necking back the vodka, so who cares? I'm more concerned about the heels she wore all day to Cup Day. Oh, that's something going to hurt her, not the baby. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But also, like, I had various pains and whatever appear at the point because it seems like Ali's maybe ten and a half months pregnant at this oh, point. Look, I, I, I've,
0: got, I've got suggestions for it. Go to the physio. Yeah, that's going to really help. Love. Yep. Yeah. Lie down. Have okay. a ma- massage. Bad. Yeah. got yep. oh, Magnesium salts in your bath. Oh, excellent. Yeah, have some of
1: this shit magnesium I've got on the table. <laughs> and then wash it down with some mustard, whole grain. <laughs> but also, she could stop going to work. <laughs> a roll of toilet paper here too i can't even explain yeah. why this is here um i can i mean <laughs> anyway maybe so she maybe i mean this is the english exam so i guess she has to work until this point but i Not mean really maybe, the, by this stage the kids are done yeah, te-
0: teachers aren't obligated to have babies in the summer holidays oh well, it's very yeah. good point
1: now i'm pretty bored by this week's storyline so can we do citizen or citizen? yeah Citizen. I mean, who's going first? Me. That's a question. Her name is Chloe Brennan, HRH, Queen of the Brendan. Thank you for being the responsible parent. Three months ago, you freaked out because your girlfriend had a fetus, yeah. an embryo inside her at that point, and she freaked out and couldn't handle it. And now you've got a f- almost adult kid, and you are parenting killed him killed better him. than his dad. Yeah. Chloe's probably going to meet up with Kate for burgers and get the tips <laughs> yeah. and take them back. Great. I don't know about teenagers. But you would know more than that man.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, okay, yeah. let's just set some... Let's, uh, let's unpack Let's this. set some boundaries yeah. and yeah. consistent boundaries. Yeah. I think that would help.
1: Toddler boundaries for Hendrix sounds Expectations. great. Expectations. Yeah. CJ? Yeah. Yeah. CJ? Hmm. I'm going to go with Citizen for Toadie. I'm enjoying his... Stella gets his groove back. He's getting into exercise. He wants to get healthy. He's got this bike riding troop back going so that we can enjoy these pants splitting. He's had a neighbour's journey the way you have. Like he's been inspired to um, get his health on track by a dry ice getting lost in the snow and and by his dead wife, who yeah. I was inspired and, by. Yeah, CJ was inspired by Sonia's death to get healthy. And Vay, you told him that on the red carpet. Yeah. So obviously this is why it's happened. And I am really sorry. Yeah. I, that, like I just disclosed CJ's personal information to Toadfish the way he would in front of the women's support group. Because the- I just got like starry-eyed.
0: Then you put it on the podcast, which disclosed it to more people. <laughs> yeah, because, but it's fine. it's fine. It was our Toadie
1: chat. I'm not going to cut that out. No. It's gold. <laughs> Um, CJ knows, showbiz first, yeah. secrets second. It's it's very true. And I mean, I sold my soul to the gym already by making all of this public anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's photos of me up in the hallway right. in my underpants. But Toadie, because he is just living it up. He's giving out parenting advice. He's, he needs to give out more. He's well, he's just, he's tossing it around. And I mean, he does some things that are incorrect, like last week when he wouldn't do his taxes. Mm. But I'm enjoying it.
0: Kate, okay, on behalf of my husband, I'm giving a citizen to – a joint citizen to Dippy and Shane. Because every time they come on and have the temerity to complain <laughs> about Toadie interfering in their parenting, mm. he just goes, hang on, what? This has
1: got to be, what, one for ten now for yeah. Toadie?
0: Like, seriously, how much did they – Interfere in his life, bringing bloody Nanny Allison.
1: All his previous wives that were dead and buried, mm. back they come, thanks to Dippy and they Shane. They dug them up and brought them yeah. to Aaron's bar. Yeah. And plus I was thinking, Puffy took his terminally ill wife on a plane to go and see the woman that had yeah, yeah. ruined her last and year. He, didn't, he
0: didn't even go with it. He just dropped her at the airport.
1: Oh, well, there we go. And as Susan mentioned this week, they packed up all of dead Sonia's things before Toadie was ready. Yeah, because they were basic AF and they just thought, this is a thing you do for people. No, it's not. You ask I, them. You help them when they want to go through it.
0: Maybe Toadie just wants one less mouth to feed in his
1: house. Yeah, he's well, over that's it. That's going to happen now valet kirscher i don't think the water bill is going to go down okay <laughs> less showers yeah now it's a new month november kicked over so we should do every month we should recommend a podcast we've been enjoying so okay. best of both worlds I have been enjoying them a lot lately. I love Best of Both Worlds and they're, they're not even for me. I'm not the demo, but I still You're love them. You're a busy them. woman. You're a busy gal. I'm trying to have it all. Exactly. So it's two working mums who love their work and their life and want to have it all, basically. And their premise is that you can have it all. And it's not that you can't. A lot of their solutions involve the nanny. <laughs> They have nannies, so they. I mean, it's, they're Americans so they have to. They, look, their big their big solution is outsourcing, and I love it. Like my house is livable. The ladies who pod, you're in my livable house mm. only because somebody I paid somebody to come and clean it this yeah. week, not because I did anything. I enjoy them, and one of them is pregnant with what her fourth, fifth, mate, fifth, fifth. And she's a best-selling author, so she's – I mean, she's got it going on. On that same vein, one of my biggest inspirations this year to get me to hammer my neighbour's work more is a podcast by Kathy Heller and it's called Don't Keep Your Day Job. And I found her totally randomly. There was a song playing on Younger, the TV show Younger, and I just shazammed it and it was by Kathy Heller, just singer-songwriter. While I was looking her up on Apple, I saw her podcast, Don't Keep Your Day Job, and turns out she was – a singer, she dropped got dropped by her record label, and so then she just started writing music for TV, like in production and ads, and now she podcasts about, yeah, don't keep but your day job, that. following your passion, and she gives lots of practical advice and interviews very intriguing people that do the creative thing, hustle, hustle. I really love practical advice; it's mm-hmm. one of my favourite mm-hmm. types of self help. So. Yeah, don't give your day job.
0: Kate? Um, so I don't listen to anything inspirational, so I, I'm afraid <laughs> I can't keep to your theme this week, but I am going to stick with a bit of a Halloween theme from last week, which is I got kind of, look, I, I do like true crime podcasts a lot, but then I got to the point where I was like getting a little bit traumatized by mm, it. Mm-hmm. And so I got onto a podcast I'm sure a lot of our UK listeners are aware of called Unexplained. And I'll just read out the description. It's a haunting and unsettling bi-weekly podcast about strange and mysterious real-life events that continue to evade explanation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a touch supernatural. Things that just can't be explained. Okay, I like that. It it. It's uh, good. All right, I'm in. And it starts off with the best theme music that every time I hear it, I'm just like, gives me like a kind
1: of an ASMR shiver. Done. Job done. We are NeighboursPod.com. CJ, Hot Mess Mustard Action. Where is that at? At CJ the Hot Mess Mom on Instagram. Kate? I'm at Remude on Twitter and I don't have a collection of mustard. <laughs> I'm starting my – I've done various fitness challenges this year and they've been facilitated by gyms and whatnot. But I'm going to start my own tomorrow along with Tody. So you can follow that on Instagram. I'm not, probably not going to split my pants. That's really adorable. You can chat to us anytime on the Neighbours Council. Just – search Neighbours on Facebook and you'll see both our page and our group, like and join both, and tweet us at Neighbours Pod or, or just me if you want, at Vea Pashos. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and we'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. I've got my riding boots, I'm ready to go.
0: Riding around, through the lane. Riding around, you see the trees on the plain on her way she says g'day, g'day. she's got the riding boots but she's
1: on her way she's got her riding